Now, uh, I mean, this is a na- nationwide program, uh, expanded public works program, and of course, it's a sister program, the community works program as well, uh, doing all manner of work in our communities. And uh, if indeed uh, in your own communities you've had similar challenges when it comes uh, to the EPWP program, I'd love to hear from you. Give us a ring on zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. And uh, I guess the big issue coming out there from uh, the conversation that was happening between one uh, Barrington Makamba. Uh, who is one of the workers involved in this one, and uh, Temba Khateba, who speaks on behalf of the city of Okurlen, was around whether or not there's a reasonable expectation, uh, I guess, planted uh, in the hearts and minds of those who work on this program. If the uh, are on the program, say, for one year, and then uh, in the next financial year when this program is rolled out again, uh, and uh, in that instance, I'm not considered and it's given to somebody else. Uh, is there, I guess, a reasonable expectation there? Or is this just about job opportunities and uh, we need to, uh, I guess, make the circle as big as we can and uh, widen the aperture of these opportunities, which means every single year you're probably going to have new people that you're bringing in because it is a program about skilling people and, uh, as government often says, graduating them. Uh, into the formal labor market. Well, um, somebody who joins me now on the line uh, knows uh, much better on these issues than many of us. He's the Deputy Director General at the Department of Public Works, uh, charged with the expanded public works program. His name is Mr. Stanley Henderson, and he now joins me on the line. Mr. Henderson, good evening to you, and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Aibonga, and good evening to your listeners. Mr. Henderson, it might be helpful uh, as we start uh, with our conversation here, and we will get an opportunity, I guess, in the next few minutes or so uh, to pick up on the conversation we had yesterday. But just briefly explain to us, I guess, uh, the function that uh, um, the EPWP as a public employment program plays. And, uh, of course, uh, you you would uh, be appraised with some of the facts around this particular issue we were discussing yesterday and the expectation that many people who are beneficiaries of this program would have uh, that as long as the program continues that uh, they would be participants of it. Uh, thank you uh, for inviting me. Uh, let me just, just give you a, a brief background to this. I'll mm. be as concise as you possibly can. Sure. The, the, the main purpose of the uh, expanded public works program is to leverage on uh, public sector funding to optimize the creation of work opportunities, which means we target government programs to optimize uh, to, to draw poor and unemployed communities into the world of work. Mm. So the, uh, we have to be very clear of the role of the EPWP in an environment where, where we have seen jobless growth over a number of years uh, in, the, in the economy. And uh, we have to note also the structural inadequacies in the economy. So the purpose then of the EPWP is to draw poor and unemployed people into the world of work, mm. affording them uh, where the project is, is long enough, the opportunity to undergo training, being skilled, earning an income. And then through that, uh, there will be, will be public assets and services delivered. Public assets such as roads maintained, road built, roads built, uh, as well as uh, service delivered, such as such as early childhood development services or uh, home community-based care, community services, amongst others. Mm. And it's a nationwide program that's implemented across the national government, provincial government, as well as the local government sphere. Yes, Mr. Henderson... Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, one one of the questions that that I'd be interested in is because because this program is delivered at a 
uh, local level. Um, uh, the com- big complaint here that was being made yesterday by uh, Barrington was that even in the specifications uh, for the next round of this particular program here, which is a sanitation project, that there was uh, something that uh, was put in as a requirement in the specifications that indicated that uh, people who had uh, received support or were beneficiaries of uh, 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 the EPWP in the past would not be eligible for this uh, uh, round of uh, the EPWP. And I'm quite interested, certainly as a, a skills training program and also uh, sort of a, a social protection program as a public employment program, uh, I'm quite interested to hear from you whether or not that is indeed uh, in line with the spirit and the letter of the EPWP and uh, is that something that uh, you encourage the people who are the implementing agents on the ground uh, which in many instances I guess are, are, are the local uh, municipalities, the metros and uh, maybe some of the districts here to uh, I guess discourage those who have benefited in the past from uh, uh, joining new projects in uh, a new financial year? Uh, the, the answer is no. Mm. It, what, what the EPWP uh, in encourages though is what we call uh, fair recruitment procedures and that's why we have as the coordinating department national department of public works as the coordinating department for the implementation of the epwp um, we have brought out uh, recruitment guidelines the epwp is guided through a special ministerial determination on public uh, works programs and what the uh, and this is uh, this is actually signed by the Minister of Labour and forms a subset of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. Initially, in public employment programs, uh, workers were not allowed to work for longer than 24 months. Mm. But that has been removed some time ago by the Minister of Labour. And the reason for that is simply because they often could not be absorbed into the uh, supposedly, in inverted commas, formal economy. Uh, what one has to say, though, is that the special determination requires the implementing bodies, such as municipalities, to clearly um, uh, sign a contract with workers so that they would know what the period of employment, um, employment would be. Now, I wonder just to be... And that's why uh, we emphasize community involvement. Mm. In local communities, communities themselves, they would be able to identify the poorest of poor households. Therefore, where in terms of participation in, in the public employment programs, it is important uh, that implementing bodies should follow the recruitment guidelines because what it does say is... Um, that where a contract comes to an end and a new project is started, this will be through social facilitation discussed with communities mm. to ensure that uh, communities themselves could know that not certain households only would benefit from public employment programs. So the answer is no, that uh, uh, workers cannot participate longer in a program. But... In terms of fairness, it's also up to communities to decide in conjunction with municipalities or provincial departments implementing a project to, to decide who should participate next. And, and at the work level, people would know who ha, uh, has had the opportunity to, to, to participate already 
and who has not. So what we encourage then would be communities for themselves to decide, is it fair for only certain households or individuals to benefit, or is it fair for others to benefit also from public spending in projects that, that should have been identified in the integrated development plans of uh, municipalities? Okay. So tell you what, uh, uh, Mr. Henderson, I'd like you to hold the line for us uh, just briefly while I uh, bring back and uh, reintroduce to my listeners uh, Barrington Makamba, who's uh, one of the workers here, and uh, also uh, Temba Khatebe, who uh, speaks on behalf of uh, the city of Ekuruleni. And uh, Barrington, I I hope you are with us here on the line, and uh, good evening to you and welcome to you once again. Good evening, and how are you listening no, good, man. Good, 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 good. And uh, uh, let's uh, maybe move swiftly along here. And Temba Khatebe will join us on the line shortly. But Barrington, uh, I did play back a clip here of uh, the conversation we were having yesterday. And uh, you were mentioning the name of uh, one person. And I want us maybe to get that out of the way here. Uh, you were saying uh, this is one particular person. I just forget um, uh, his surname here, his full name. But uh, you mentioned it and said, you know, uh, even in the specifications of the project, there were certain things that uh, you felt... Uh, were untoward that were happening. Maybe recount that context for us and explain uh, the role of the particular gentleman whose name you are mentioning. The Lungulem Chali name. Yes, Lungulem Chali. Yes. The Lungulem Chali, as I'm listening uh, to the to the TG there. Yes, please go ahead. Barrington? Hello? Yes, yes, yes. Can you hear us now? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, yes. Please continue. You were saying Lungalam Charlie? The Lungalam Charlie was, uh, uh, was not an EPWP uh, project. Um, why we... The, we the, the, the kind of work that we were doing was uh, of um, indefinite. Uh, and that uh, goes to uh, Section 198 um, of the uh, LRA, mm. which states that... Um, the the EPWP works um, as the as the TG has said that it needs to be uh, to have the ministerial determination. Mm. So the the Lerum Charlie it was determined because remember this case is now at uh, on review. It was discussed and it was the the, the, the commissioner who was sitting for this case uh, determined that. The 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 Lumulem was not per se a, 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 a um, an EPWP program, but now it has become an EPWP uh, program. Is that yes, what you're suggesting? Uh. Yes, yes. According to the municipality, because you know there are sections in the LRA mm. that determine what is EPWP and what is uh, um, uh, an ongoing pro- uh, project. Okay, All or right. a definite project. Okay. Barrington, just pause there slightly here. I want to bring in uh, uh, back in Stanley Henderson, and then thereafter I'll uh, welcome uh, uh, Temba Khatib to our conversation. Stanley, you would have uh, certainly heard what Barrington was saying, that uh, they were doing a a piece of work uh, in the sanitation end of things uh, that initially wasn't a public works program, but uh, when uh, they were summarily dismissed, uh, the work that they were doing had then now, I guess... uh, 
uh, being taken up by uh, people who are working as part of the EPWP program. And I guess maybe uh, to uh, cut costs, because if you look at uh, the uh, unit labor costs on the EPWP program, much, much lower than maybe uh, what people would be paid for this kind of work. Is that something that is often open to uh, municipalities to take pieces of work that ordinarily were done by a service provider or even internally um, and then uh, sort of dole out those pieces of work as part of an EPWP program uh, in order, I guess, uh, to be able to um, uh, generate some cost savings, I would think. Um, but, Ayabonga, it's important for me to emphasize that the purpose of the expanded public works program is not to displace jobs, nor do we support labor groups. Mm. We also do not want to work to be casualized. The expanded public works program is based on the principle that in any given year, the municipality, in this case, would have spent, let's say, X, billion of, uh, X million of rents, pardon me, uh, let's say, on uh, maintenance of sanitation, for instance. Mm. Now, the municipality themselves will be able to, in a better position, to explain whether they, uh, whether they have permanent workers on sanitation and whether there's full coverage in terms of what they have to deliver in terms of the sanitation mandate, uh, or whether they and uh, whether there's perhaps certain uh, underserviced areas, for want of a better better word. But it's important. Uh, to, uh, to emphasize that the, the expanded public works program uh, does not advocate the displacement of workers mm. and that EPWP, now uh, I want this to be very clear, is not uh, a cheap alternative. It is not cheap work. It is project-based work. And yes, the wages are often... Uh, it is lower sure. as per field determination because it is project-based. Mm. The project runs for a period of, let's say, nine months or, or one year. It will be, be explained to workers that this will be that they will be employed. And when it comes to an end, then workers would know uh, by the end of uh, October or whatever the month is, uh, the project comes to an end. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I just need to make that point very okay. clear. All right. Uh, yeah. thank Stanley, you. thank you so much for clarifying that point. Let me welcome to our conversation Utemba Khatebe, uh, who speaks on behalf of the city of Akurileni, joining us uh, this evening. Pungane, good evening to you, and thank you so much for taking time out to speak to us. Good evening, good evening to your listeners. Thank you again for affording us this opportunity. Now, uh, certainly, Temba, we we have started the conversation here and uh, did get uh, some views from Barrington here who's indicating that I guess the project that they were part of initially was not a public works program, but... uh, uh, when it was ca- quite clear that the work would continue with, uh, uh, after they were dismissed, it then continued as a public works program. Uh, and I guess that's why we have the DDG uh, from uh, the Department of Public Works on the line. Do you share uh, that base of facts as we start this, co- uh, as we kickstart, I guess, and uh, revise the conversation that we started yesterday? Yeah, no, no, not entirely. Uh, but before I go ahead, I just want to uh, put it out on record that the matter is, is before the Labour Court so I, I may be restricted to speak on the specifics. But I want to confirm uh, to you and the listeners that... Um, let me just give you a context of, of the Lungalim Jali uh, program. The program was launched in 2014. 
uh, as an EPW program. And the reason it was given a name, Lungi Jali, mm. it was after the passing of one of our MMCs of finance, mm. who was a figure that was dedicated uh, her life to people of Egurleni and their well-being. So after she passed on, there was a program before her passing on, which was one million per ward program, an EPWP program. It was just given a fresh name as Lungilemchali, but Lungilemchali, you do not separate it from the overarching EPWP program of the city. Mm. So in essence, this program has been, if you can go to archives from 2014 when then Mayor launched it, it was an EPWP program. And mm. I think uh, even when this issue is on call, is in court, there's something important that, uh, and I think DG has mentioned it, that we need to uh, make it quite clear that we understand uh, that the situation of unemployment and joblessness in the country is a serious issue. And you would you would understand why when people have been given an opportunity to participate in the program would desire to stay long. I mean, you, you, you'd have to understand that. But we must then go back, travel back years ago when President Peggy launched the program in 2004, and he said in his in his the fact that the apartheid government had left our people without skills, mm. made them unable to uh, be employable. And as a result, government in, in its entire spheres had to respond to this question of lack of skills and non-skills in the society. And as a city of Egolene, we continued from there. But the DNA of EPWP program has always been transfer of skills, giving an experience, preparing that person for future uh, job opportunities. It doesn't then say flow uh, the recruitment uh, processes. So Mm. it is important that we we, we put that out clear. So as a city, this is what we have done. Each department would be given projects under EPWP program so that young people of the city who does not have skills can be afforded an opportunity to have an experience, on-job uh, experience, get the skills, and be able to uh, to compete in interviews. And I'll make an example. In December 2018, we had about 1,000 uh, uh, job advertisement of the low skill. Mm. Now, the people who would have participated in APWP program, those are the people who stand a better chance, but would have to go through the normal recruitment sure, process, sure. process. In March this year, we then had 1,500 job opportunities. I mean, employment opportunities, full-time of the low skills. I'm talking grade 10, grade 11, mm. uh, grade 12. So so that those who have been in the program would be able to stand a better chance. And there's a question of, uh, after 12 months or after the contract, uh, what do you say about me? We understand that, but we're also saying these projects are world-based. We're saying if a, a daughter of so-and-so in number three, Bakane, has been given that opportunity, can we give to the, to the other person a chance as well? Okay. That is the spirit in which uh, we want to roll this project. Mm. Barrington, l- let me bring you back here. I mean, I guess, it, is there an expectation from uh, you and uh, many of uh, your own comrades that uh, you know, because you have worked in this uh, public works program one year, that in the next financial year, 
uh, there's an uh, I guess an implicit expectation that you would also uh, be working on the same project. And I guess from what uh, uh, Tembahate was explaining, that in some cases uh, there's an expectation that uh, yes, you'll work in uh, the project the, the one year, but uh, because they want to expand this process, they would also open it up to other people who may not have participated in the process uh, prior to that. And of course, that might happen at the, um, uh, and effectively displace some of those who had worked on the program before. Yes, um, it should have been working like this, but from the start, the municipality itself failed its obligation from the contract that uh, uh, the municipality initiated in 2014. The the content of the contract clearly explains uh, what the the Louisville Jolly program was for. Mm. Was to make was to make us employable to the municipality. One, give us skills so that we can start our own businesses and procure within the municipality. Mm. Which means the municipality was going to train us. Um, others, we went for entrepreneurial skills, which was just a brush because it was a 12, 12 days uh, pro- program, which we were doing uh, a level five program of uh, of entrepreneurship. So. What they will, they will promise, they promise us, even when they launch the program of Lungyam Jari, that they will um, procure us with our uh, cooperative that we are forming. Others mm. form um, catering, uh, catering uh, others form cleaning, uh, cleaning, and those, all those companies that were formed, uh, they never materialized. All those training, they didn't, they only give us one training of 12 days for entrepreneurship and other two days, two days courses. And then when the contract ends, the one year contract, when it ends, because they have not fulfilled what was, what was in the contract, you see, they extended the contract for four months. So when they extend the contract for four months, in, in, in these 12 months, we were working. The municipality, we were working, we were doing the job for the municipality, and that job was of ongoing nature. They extended the project for four months, saying that it was dedicated to give us training. But in that four months again, there was no training given. And we were, we were doing the very same job on the very same spot, reporting at the, our local triple C's. Our tools were stationed at, at we were paid by the municipality. Mm. So now, Section 198, uh, 198.5 says, if you have worked for three months in a company uh, doing the very same job that mm. the, the permanent workers are doing, uh, according to, 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 to the Labor Relations Act, you must be deemed permanent. Okay. So, so Barrington, I mean, just uh, so that now uh, at least as Kabel is balling and uh, be able to get to some resolution of this one, what, what is the kind of relief that uh, you and uh, some of your comrades are seeking here? Firstly, we, 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 have been, um, uh, we have been lied to by the municipality. Mm. We have been promised many things. And the, 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 the very, very, uh, uh, very hateful issue is that um, our mayor didn't even want to engage with us. Mm. We were only engaging with the which is a senior political advisor. Mr. Mr. Nikani okay. and Masinga, who were working at the at the mayor's office. Mm. The first time we got there, they say um, that 
the contract will be brought back to work and the contract that has been tabulated by is only need to be signed by the mayor. That they conclude this, this thing that they, we are going to be satisfied uh, and they are also going to be satisfied according to the way they crafted their, 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 this contract. We went back. After seven days, we, we, we went to collect that contract. We only find out that they were not able to to, to give us that contract. Their argument was the very same thing that he was saying that there's a matter in court and so forth and so forth. Whilst the Lulem Charlie name is being used. Uh, our, uh, our, our so, so, so wait, Barrington, Barrington, your relief that you are requesting is that you get the same conditions of work as those people who are permanent inside the municipality by virtue of the three months that you have worked doing work that is similar to what uh, work is being done by uh, municipal employees. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's pause this yes, slightly. Because we were, we, 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 were, yeah. we were supposed to be, uh, on, on, uh, after three months after the termination, uh, after the renewal of the yes. second contract, we're supposed to be permanent. By okay. Then. Let's pause this slightly. Parenton, I'd like you to hold the line. And uh, also, Pungane Tambakhatia, but please hold the line for me. And uh, uh, Mr. Henderson, also hold the line for me for a second, because when we'll we come do. back, I'm getting responses from uh, Temba Khatebe and Stanley Hand- Henderson, who's the Deputy Director General at the Department of Public Works. Stay tuned. Some throwbacks deserve a comeback. Hunters, the premium side, is on a mission to refresh cool and bring back the old school. Can you refresh cool? If so, tune into 9 to midnight with Centre this week and join the coolest conversation to share your throwbacks that deserve a comeback. Follow at Hunters Cider and Metro FM on Facebook for more information brought to you by Hunters, the original cider that refreshes like nothing on earth. Drink responsibly, not for sale to persons under the age of 18. 20 minutes it is now before 9 p.m. And we continue with our conversation here exploring the expanded public works program. And I maybe want us to take this kind of sequential flow here as we try and wrap up this conversation and come to some resolution. Temba, I'll start off with you and I'll give the closing word to the DDG here and certainly get his sense of some of the issues as they've been presented by you and Barrington. Just from what Barrington is saying, I guess there's a major interplay here between two issues. One is that the EPWP program Uh, in how it was designed, had expected these workers to go out, create these cooperatives who would then sort of uh, service the municipality. And uh, they feel uh, that uh, they are, in essence, covered by some of the amendments to uh, Section 198 of the Labor Relations Act, insofar as they've done work for three months. uh, uh, Having done that work for that three months, now then entitles them beyond that uh, to, I guess, get the same benefits and conditions of work uh, that would accrue to uh, other workers within the municipality that are doing similar kinds of work. I don't want you to get into the merits of your own case because we do know that this uh, issue is before the courts, but uh, any last words or parting shots and uh, some clarity that you'd like to provide in that regard? I, I think what I want to um, uh, add on is this issue has been to the bargaining council mm. where the city we needed to prove whether there was any dismissal uh, we won that case, which is subsequently then they took the case to, to the Labor Court for okay. reviewing. So, uh, as you've stated, I'm not getting into the merits of the case. Uh, but I, I am confident that the city has implemented the EPWP program as it was designed uh, many years ago. But I, I want to make a call to all of our young people to understand this, that we have found ourselves as a city 
having to stop other similar programs because then they are being overridden by uh, people who take advantage of uh, 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 people who who may obviously desperate people, for example. You'd have fine political parties uh, misleading people to say, no, you can, but you can't read and act in isolation of law-abiding agreements that are in place. Contract signed for 12 months, I can I can um, put my head on the block that, you know, my, gen- my, my brother gives you the contract and you'd be able to see what is in the contract. And we'll start to our, to our end of our contract. But this, this uh, what we are dealing with now is creating a situation where the city is unable to, to roll similar programs because then we have to deal with similar issues like this because this is what we've said. We've said for those that have graduated, we have got placement programs, we've got graduate programs. For those that do not have skills, this mm. department we will ensure that we've got programs to assist them. But we must be wary of allowing people with their political agendas to take advantage of vulnerable people who genuinely want to do work. The city of Egulene has in excess of about 20,000 workers in an approved structure. Uh, so imagine if you currently have got about 5,000 uh, graduates in, in, in our program. Imagine if they demand uh, formal employment. It's impossible. It's not realistic even though we understand the jobless situation, the joblessness situation. Uh, I mean, if I come to your show as an intern or as a, to study, uh, I can't have an expectation that SAPC must then absorb all of all of our intent. It will collapse the SAPC. It's the same thing. We are okay. saying let's create an environment where people have skills and they can go knock in the private sector they can open cooperatives, and by operating, opening cooperatives and companies, it does not say we disregard the municipal finance act. Mm. It says be competitive as a person. Push, we are giving you an environment in which you can operate with more skill and better equipped than before. Okay. Bungan, we'll have to pause it there. And, uh, of course, we do know that this matter is still before the courts, and uh, that will certainly give another opportunity to ventilate these issues. I'd like to give the last word uh, to uh, the DDG, uh, Mr. Henderson. Uh, from uh, the remarks that have been made uh, on this particular case, and I think it, it is quite instructive, uh, not only to the people of Ikuruleni, but many other people uh, across the length and breadth of our country who are engaged in projects uh, from a public employment perspective, I guess. Uh, uh, what are some of uh, your own insights that emerge from this conversation? Thanks, I don't, don't have the opportunity. And uh, understanding the, 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 the touch of unemployed people very clearly, uh, so we don't want to make kind of reckless statements or missing statements. But we also appreciate that this matter is currently before the Labour Court. So my uh, final comments would be just this. And that is that um, it is important that workers uh, should be recruited through a clear and transparent process and that there would be sound recruitment uh, principles that's fair and that uh, there should be proper contract management with workers. So we uh, said workers will uh, expectations uh, can be very clear or 
can that they can understand what the expectations what what's the, what's reasonable and uh, what, what is not in terms of the budget available. The last point is we understand that the youth unemployment is extremely high, and therefore the but we have to break the chains of the chains of dependency. Ideally, you don't want people in public employment programs mm. forever and a day. You want people to graduate into enterprises, initiatives such as small businesses and cooperatives, or into other jobs or work opportunities, ideally. And from the side of the Department of Public Works, we will do everything in our power to support both the implementers of these programs, such as municipalities, as well as workers where their rights have been infringed. Gentlemen, unfortunately, uh, we have run out of time and uh, we'll have to leave it here. But we'll certainly uh, keep watching this particular story. I can assure you, not the last time we're going to be uh, discussing this one here. And uh, I really, really appreciate you all coming out to, to speak to us. Barrington uh, Makamba, uh, thank you to you and uh, thank you to you, Temba Khateb, as well. And also uh, the Deputy Director General at uh, uh, the Department of Public Works for the EPWP. Mr. Stanley Henderson, thank you for your time as well. We'll have to leave it there. 12 minutes it is now uh, before 8 p.m. And uh, certainly an interesting conversation. I'd love to hear your perspectives on that one. Give me a ring on 89 Also going to be checking out some of those tweets. And least of all, uh, some of you who bank with FNP. Huh? Huh?